Before we begin this audio drama, the Antony and Cleopatra team acknowledges and pays respect to the traditional custodians of the land on which our podcast was written and recorded, the land of the Kulin Nations. Antony and Cleopatra pays respect to Elders past, present and emerging. We recognise and respect their continuing culture and the contributions they make and have made to the creative arts with their rich storytelling traditions. We ask you, our audience, to seek out these stories when you have finished this podcast. Sovereignty was never ceded and a treaty was never signed. This always has and always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome to the third episode of Antony and Cleopatra, an audio drama by the Monash Shakespeare Company. We are your hosts, Steph and James. Previously on Antony and Cleopatra, Antony returned to Rome to deal with the problems that arose because of his absence and the rebel Pompey, while Cleopatra, separated from Antony, found the breakdown of communication between them difficult to bear. In this episode, Antony and Caesar, the two halves of the world, clash, but will their mutual love for Octavia be enough to keep them from all-out war? This episode features the vocal talents of... I'm Stephanie, and I'll be voicing Ventidius and a servant. I'm James, I'm playing Silius. I'm Ben, and I'll be playing Agrippa and Phidias. Spencer and I'll be voicing Inabarbus. I'm Atticus and I'll be voicing Antony. I'm Caitlin and I'll be reading the role of Caesar. I'm Lauren and I'm voicing Octavia. I'm Samuel and I'll be voicing Alexis and Second Messenger. I'm Angelina and I'll be voicing Cleopatra. I'm Sarah and I'll be voicing the Messenger and the Soothsayer. I'm Tash and I'll be voicing Charmian. I'm Sarah Matthews and I'll be playing Canidius. My name is Georgia K. Bell, and I'll be voicing Iris, Messanus, Scarus, and the Ambassador. I'm Matt, and I'm playing the Soldier. I'm Samuel, and I'll be voicing Dolabella. We now invite you to sit back, relax, enjoy the show, and keep your hands and feet inside the chariot at all times. Somewhere in the Parthian Empire, the Middle East. Now, darting Parthia, art thou struck, and now please fortune does of Marcus Crassus' death make me revenger. Noble Ventidius, whilst yet with Parthian blood thy sword is warm, the fugitive Parthians follow, so thy grand captain Antony shall set thee on triumphant chariots and put garlands on thy head. Oh, Silius, Silius, I have done enough, for learn this. Better to leave undone than by our deed acquire too high a fame when him we serves away. Caesar and Antony have ever won more in their officer than person. 
I could do more to do Antonius good, but twould offend him, and in his offence should my performance perish. Thou wilt write to Antony. Where is he now? He purposeth to Athens, whither, with what haste, the weight we must convey with will permit, we shall appear before him. On there, pass along. In Rome, shortly after evening, at Misenum. What? Are the brothers parted? They have dispatched with Pompey. He's gone. The other three are sealing. Octavia weeps to part from Rome. Caesar is sad and lepidus. Since Pompey's feast, as Menace says, is troubled with the green sickness. Tis a noble lepidus. Oh, how he loves Caesar. Nay, but how dearly he adores Mark Antony. Oh, Caesar. Why, he's the Jupiter of men. What's Antony, the god of Jupiter? <laughs> Spake you of Caesar. How? The nonpareil. Oh, Antony, oh, thou Arabian bird. <laughs> Would you praise Caesar? Say, Caesar, go no further. Indeed, he plied them both with excellent praises. <sighs> they are his shards, and he their beetle. So, this is to horse. Adieu, noble Agrippa. Good fortune, worthy soldier, and farewell. No further, sir. You take from me a great part of myself. Use me well, Ant. Sister! Prove such a wife as my thoughts make thee, and as my father's band shall pass on thy proof. Most noble Antony, let not the peace of virtue which is set betwixt us as the cement of our love to keep it builded be the ram to batter the fortress of it. For better might we have loved without this mean, if on both parts this be not cherished. Make me not offended in your distrust. I have said... You shall not find, though you be therein curious, the least cause for what you seem to fear. So, the gods keep you, and make the hearts of Romans serve your ends. We will here part. My noble brother. The April's in her eyes. It is love's spring, and these the showers to bring it on. Be cheerful. Sir, look well to my husband's house, and... What, Octavia? I'll tell you in your ear. Her tongue will not obey her heart, nor can her heart inform her tongue. The swan's down feather that stands upon the swell and full of tide and neither way inclines. Oh, will Caesar weep? He has a cloud in his face. He were the worse for that. Where your horse, so is he, being a man. Why, in Abarbus, when Antony found Julius Caesar dead, he cried almost to ruin. Lived till I wept too. No, sweet Octavia, you shall hear from me still, and time shall not outgo my thinking of you. Come, sir, come. I'll wrestle with you in my strength of love. Antony embraces Caesar. Adieu. Be happy. Farewell, brother. Farewell. Agent court of Alexandria. Where is the fellow? Half a feared to come. Go to, go to. Come hither, sir. Good majesty. Didst thou behold Octavia? Aye, dread queen. Where? Madam, in Rome. I looked her in the face and saw her led between her brother and Mark Antony. Is she as tall as me? She is not, madam. 
Didst hear her speak? Is she shrill-tongued or low? Madam, I heard her speak. She is... Uh, a low-voiced. That's not so good. He cannot like her long. Like her? Oh, Isis, it is impossible. I think so, Charmian. Dull of tongue and dwarfish. What majesty is in her gate? Remember, if ever thou lookst on majesty. Oh, she creeps. Her motion and her station are as one. She shows a body rather than a life, a statue than a breather. Is this certain? Or I have no observance. Three in Egypt cannot make better note. He's very knowing. I do perceive it. There's nothing in her yet. The fellow has good judgment. Excellent. Guess at her years, I prithee. Madam, she was a widow. A widow? Charmian Hawk! And I do think she's thirty. Bearest thou her face in mind? Is it long or round? Round, even to faultiness. For the most part, too, they are foolish that are so. Her hair, what colour? Brown, madam, and her forehead as, as low as she would wish it. There's gold for thee. Thou must not take my former sharpness ill. I will employ thee back again. I find thee most fit for business. Go make thee ready. Our letters are prepared. A proper man. Indeed he is so. I repent me much that so I harried him. Why, methinks by him this creature's no such thing. Nothing, madam. A man hath seen some majesty and should know. Antony's house in Athens. Nay, nay, Octavia, not only that. That were excusable. That and thousands more of semblable import. But he hath waged new wars against Pompey made his will and read it to public ear, spoke scantly of me, when perforce he could not but pay me terms of honour. Cold and sickly he vented them. Most narrow measure lent me. When the best hint was given him, he not took it, or did it from his teeth. Oh, my good lord, believe not all, or if you must believe, stomach not all, a more unhappy lady. If this division chance never stood between, praying for both parts, the good gods me presently, when I shall pray, oh, bless my husband, undo that prayer by crying out loud, bless my brother, no midway, twixt these extremes at all. Gentle Octavia, let your best love draw to that point which seeks best to preserve it. If I lose mine honour, I lose myself. Better I were not yours than yours so branchless. But as you requested, yourself shall go between us. The meantime, lady, I'll raise the preparation of a war shall stain your brother. Make your soonest haste, so your desires are yours. Thanks to my lord, the Jove of power, make me your reconciler. Was twixt you twain would be, as if the world should cleave, and that slain men should solder up the rift. When it appears to you where this begins, turn your displeasure that way, for our faults can never be so equal that your love can equally move with them. Provide your going, choose your own company, what cost your heart has mine to. Episode 3 will be continued next week.